Hello and welcome to Different Twang Podcast with myself, Room. I'm Shay. I'm Tundaya, but you can call me Ten. And we are coming to you from the 0161, that's Manchester, if you don't know. Now you know. Well, now you know. Here we are, <laughs> episode 18, and we are in the wow. house board because Boris said everything's a lock-off. Do you know what I mean? But, do you know, usually I'll ask how everyone's doing, but today we're going to play this or that. Okay. Yay. Is that you? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Switching things up like... <laughs> Round of applause. <laughs> Go you. All right. Okay. Wigs or weave? Wigs. Wigs. I like to wash my hair. I just need to be able to get to my scalp. And you know, sometimes, depending on which hairdresser you go to, they'll plait your hair either in a spiral uh-huh. and then sew your hair like that, which I'd rather prefer. Then you get the ones that sew your hair going all the way back and then sew across. So now you can't get to your scalp the way you need to. And I can't be doing the whole pat, pat, pat every two <laughs> seconds. So I want, if I want to itch, I need to get to that spot ASAP. Do you know what I mean? So that's why I like my wigs. Okay, Shay, what are your reasons? Uh, my hair's short. <laughs> <Basically. laughs> um, yeah, I shaved my head a couple of years ago and I've been shaving it. And I'm only growing it back now because I want braids. But yeah, um, yeah mm-hmm. my hair's not long enough for me to even pick. But I much prefer the, um, the versatility of wigs anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I can't. It's hard to even for me to remember you with longer hair. I don't think many I could... people have seen me in Manchester with long hair. I think yeah, the no. Because when I came, when I first came to Manchester, I had a tapered cut, mm-hmm. um, and then ah. I then did like braids and crochet for a bit. Yeah, then, I remember that stage. But I can't yeah. remember your hair hair. Yeah, um, I think I then grew my hair out. Mm. yeah it grew <laughs> and then I had a really really busy period and I just and I, I I don't let many people touch my hair I'm the only one that deals with my hair yeah yeah I just I just remember I didn't have time to do my hair I didn't have time to do wash days I didn't have time to even style it and I mm-hmm. just remember I was just wearing head wraps and then I just I didn't even tell anyone I just shaved it again I didn't even yeah. tell my housemate and I oh wow! Yeah, so this was 2018. Yeah, and I just came back and she was like, "Oh my effing gosh!" I was like, "Yeah, I just needed <laughs> to do it." Even when I went to the barbers, the guy was like, "All of this hair." I was like, "Yeah, just shave it." He was like, "Are you sure?" Like I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Not even like." It's like you're you're saying a level like a level two. I was like, yeah. He's <laughs> like, not even like a tapered. I was like, no, just can you just shave my hair, or is there somebody else that's gonna do this? Like, I bet you thought you. Were. <laughs> like, I don't even they have the time to be having this conversation. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And then after yeah. I shaved it, he's like, oh, it really suits you. I was like, I know, I've, I've done this before. Like, <laughs> oh, uh, so yeah. Imagine. I kind of just continued on, and then I don't really wear wigs, it's wigs that often anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I like was forced to wear to like basically wear a wig for my friend's wedding last year. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I was like, if I'm gonna get a wig, I'll get a really nice wig. Yeah, yeah. And like, like got it tailor made, everything. 
really mm-hmm. nice. That's yeah. good. And yeah. It's kind of like the thing that I'll throw on, like, if I'm going out, especially since my hair is doing Higgy Hagar at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> Whilst it's in, like, the awkward stage. Yeah. Stage, right? It looks yeah. really yeah. good on you. I'm always, like, low-key surprised. Like, who it is? <laughs> I know, right? You don't know which shade you're going to get today. <laughs> Go on, real. What do you want? Do what do you like? I'd say wigs because the last time I got a weave was in July 2015. I remember it was hella itchy. Oh, I could. Mm-hmm. It was the night before the wedding that it started being itchy. I could not sleep. My head was burning. I was like, no, wigs for life. So yeah, that that. And I like the fact that you wash. You can wash your hair. I must have watched a documentary about um the chemicals on weaves, and I think that's what makes your skin itch. It's the chemicals that they preserve the hair with. Really? At the, on on the on the on the weft. Yeah, on the weft. That's why you should wash it before you put it in your hair. Ah. Because you'd be surprised when you put it in the water, what comes off. Uh-huh. Okay, so the next one is, would you rather have love or commitment? Hmm. Mm, that's hard. Okay, commitment. I think commitment because you're not going to feel like you love that person every single day. You might fall out of love, let's even say for a year or two. But when you're committed and you've made that vow to yourself, to sells or a promise to each other that through hell and back if i mean well not hell and back involving each other i mean hell and back of life in general we are going to try we are going to stick together and try and see what we'll get the best out of the situation do you know what i mean how about you shay uh i think i'm in agreement with tendai as well mm-hmm. um commitment i think Not that love is overrated at all, because love is important. Uh-huh. Yeah. Love is something that grows on a daily. Whereas mm-hmm. if you're committed to someone, you're then able to... It's that, that commitment is part of the foundation that keeps the love going, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, you yeah. You easily fall out of love with someone, or you could just have a day where it's just like, I don't really love or like you today, but because yeah. we're committed to each other yeah i'm gonna ride through this kind of thing yeah so Mm -hmm. yeah i think commitment as well yeah so the last question exactly out here questioning us (laughs) let's say you y'all can't be asking the host to answer questions no joking (laughs) um commitment yeah definitely because i i think love the feeling of love um, sometimes comes and goes even though the love's still there you might not feel like the love is there do you know what I mean yeah. but make a commitment stick to it then it's it's amazing and love mm, will come out fleeting. of it yes very true I think, yeah what would you because I think it's quite similar what would you rather have love or integrity integrity but, integrity yeah <laughs> So what if what if a man says to you, "I'm committed to you, but I don't think I'm in love with you." Let's say he proposes to you, and that's what he says. Are you in it, or like why are you? Like, com- my question love? is why why are you committed to me? Okay. Because how what is making you want to, wanting to be committed to me? Because Could be that you're compatible in many ways. You both have aspirations in life and you can make just a good team well we can be friends then we don't need to get married <laughs> i'm marrying you because i love you do you know what i mean <laughs> are you though I love you. no yeah i'm 
let it be out of love that you're committed to me but love would not might not always be there or felt at that particular moment like in later on but i'm let it be a good found i'm not gonna say let love be the foundation of your commitment yeah maybe but so in essence that means love is more important no no yeah in in the foundation of your commitment like there needs to be a reason why you're committed to something do you know what I mean? So you, you're committed to me because you love me, right? And then you've loved me a very long time and decided, right, I want to be committed to you for the rest of my life. Then we'll make, you make that commitment. But okay. just because you then, later on, bad things happen, ups and downs come and go, then you might feel like, oh, I'm falling out of love or I don't feel in, as in love as I was when I made this commitment, but I've made the commitment and I'm going to stay. And we will work on getting the love back. Do you know what I mean? Like you, like what, what Shay said before, love grows. It, and you might, might, today you might not like the person, tomorrow you'll like the person. Those are feelings, but commitment is something you choose, you've made and you're going to stick by it. So if you're going to propose to me, let it be because you love me, you're going to com- be committed and you're going to, you're committing to work on our love. Do you know what I mean? Um, someone can't come to me and tell me that they're going to propose to marry me yeah and they're only committed to me and they don't love me you need to have both (laughs) in place like at that point you need to Mm -hmm. have both you you can't have at that point Mm -hmm. they're both mutually Mm -hmm. exclusive if you're going to propose to me Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I don't want you to have one or the other or the other or one. No, you need to have both at the same time. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to then just to continue be committed to the relationship and working yeah. to the point that you're then ready that you know that you love me, but you cannot mm-hmm. come to me yeah. and propose and only have one. Yeah, yeah. No, how you about have to be at that point where they're both there? Okay, so how about if you were, um, this is hypothetical. Oh, you've not answered the question. I did answer. I said commitment, remember? No, but you said if someone says they are committed to you, so they're going to propose to you, but they don't love you. What's your answer to that? I'm a cry. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, I, I think I'm pretty much in agreement with both of you as this well. This will just be agreeing. Maybe she should answer <laughs> the, her own question first. <laughs> No, but it's it's the truth. Like okay. I agree with you because I would want to know. Like, so what is it that makes you want to make this commitment? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But okay, hypothetically, it was like mm-hmm. an arranged marriage. Then what would you do? Well, you answer the question. I can't be answering my own questions. I'm not having an arranged marriage. <laughs> it's not gonna who's doing arranged marriage no one is arranging a marriage for me other than me and that person arranging our marriage together yeah, like, like, yeah. Not me. I'm not, so i'm sorry i can't answer that question <laughs> oh, like i'm sorry yeah. to this question nah no arranged marriage here really not why not what if like i can't remember what netflix documentary is do you guys Indian matchmaking where they have like your profiles and like find out like how compatible you are but mm-hmm. it wasn't I felt like it wasn't really arranged but sort of because you got to meet and then decided but it wasn't just like you're getting married would you go for well something it's more like, like a setup isn't it like I know someone who knows someone so basically it's like online dating anyway so you have your profile and algorithm yeah kind of yeah yeah different people according to your preferences which is yeah basically the same thing and then you decide whether you want to 
meet, talk, whatever, communicate yeah. with that person. So I think that's, I think that was kind of, it's not, it's not the traditional form of match. It's not the traditional form of arranged marriage where yeah. families discuss and then they present a suitor and they say, this is your husband or this mm-hmm. is your wife. That mm. to me, the premise of Indian matchmaker sounds pretty similar to online dating in any form, whether it's going via like match.com or going via Tinder. Do you know? What yeah, I mean? so it's like, true. Yeah. But for them, I think they just got like you got to instead of at the end of your dates or you decide, oh, I'll continue dating you and become girlfriend or boyfriend. It was like, oh, are we getting married? Mm. A bit extreme, but okay. So, final question. Drum rolls, please. Whatever that oh, wow, is. Wow, those are crap. <laughs> Afro <laughs> beats or dance hall? For me, I'd say Afro beats. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Afro beats. It's funny though. I feel like before I got into Afro beats, I was more dance interested hall. in yeah. dance hall. Yeah. Yeah. Um, until the rise of Afro beats. But. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah, now there's there's a lot more fusion in the music mm. that we listen to these days. That's mm. true, actually. But then I feel like dancehall is quite different to like bashment as well. So yeah, yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah, I would true. say like someone like Sean Paul was more dancehall, but he wasn't bashment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then you've yeah. got the likes of Movado, Movado, and then you've got the yeah. yeah, and they are bashment. Mm. Mm-hmm. Does Rue even know those artists though? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what? This is not, not Megan D. This is this is not the time to go at Rue because I got your number. I love Rue. This is this is what you like to do. Okay, moving on. Um, Netflix has finally heard our cries, guys. We found God. There is a God. They see this. What? As soon as different twang spoke about it, guess what? They heard it. <laughs> Our voice is out here making a difference. <laughs> She's so gassed. I'm just saying. I'm You're just saying. It. Yeah, we mentioned it real quick. In the month. Not even in the month. No, I do appreciate them like bringing it to us. Cause we, we do. That content, like, these are things, we do. I it's, it's ridiculous for us to sit back and think it was, it was only influential to the to the teenage years of people in America. No, like... Trouble yeah. was so influential. To it, us. Yeah. it really was. Like, it really know, was. We didn't have those kind of shows on the BBC no. ITV Channel Four. No, we we're Tracy Beaker. Them. Yeah, but <laughs> Tracy Beaker still did not represent yeah. us. Do you no, know what I mean? she really didn't. Watching an all-black show like sister sister or watching uh-huh. yeah or watching keenan and kel oh my goodness oh that's yeah hilarious. yeah that's hilarious keenan and kel during like that nostalgia episode. yeah but uh-huh. like watching those shows we saw ourselves and people that we weren't really too did. far off yeah our reality and yeah they yeah. were in america but it was entertainment for us it was definitely so, i'm so so like oh, Flipping hell, Moesha, literally. Motella. Come, come. Um, you don't understand. No, I think I'm hoping that more still comes because there's yeah. more I want to see. But when I saw those three, yeah. yeah. And when I saw Girlfriends was on there, I was like, I was hey! like, yeah. 
yes. honestly I was, yeah. I was i was just so happy i feel like but, for like an hour the timeline was just popping off and popping i off. know everyone was screaming everyone was happy i'm so mm-hmm. glad i didn't get a vpn Save. Yeah. <laughs> so waste my money. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Oh wow. I know. It's just um. It's just crazy. So I've got also another question, right? I don't know how it came up. It must have been a video, right? Mm. Of um, maybe it was like a couple. Anyway, it was some guy. I think he was commenting about how girls like to share the food. No, I tell a lie. It was a video. So some guy um asked his girlfriend, do you want anything? Do you want wings from where he's going? And she was like, no. So she mm-hmm. ordered what she ordered. And he brought like, I think it was more than 10 wings. But he wouldn't let her have one. Because he yeah. said, I asked you if you if you wanted some, and you said no. But she was like, no, but I just wanted one. I didn't want a lot. So I want That sounds to, like you. I think it was being very unreasonable. It's just oh, one. Oh, it sounds like you. <laughs> it sounds like you in a nutshell. No, but why would you not just give her one? Why? Order your one then. Shay, help me out. I'm, I, I enjoy sharing food. I don't understand. I don't. I I meet so many people and they've got this thing about not sharing food. I don't. Yeah. I know that don't want to share food won't even finish the food anyway. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just like, I don't understand it. Like, especially Mm-mm. like if there's a familiarity between the two of us. Yeah. Like, wh- why can't you just let me have a wing? Like, it's not that deep. <laughs> like, what principles are you trying to hold here? They gave like, me three wings and I want you? all three. No, but I said to you, he's got more than 10, not three. If, I, if that's fine, I ordered knowing that there's going to be more than 10 and I want all more than 10. <laughs> I, not just, 10 minus one. I, I think it's selfishness. Listen, <laughs> the relationship, you know, listen, the relationship that I have between me and food, yeah, is very comforting. So I would rather, I think I said, I can't remember some, who, which friend I was talking to. I was like, I would rather go back and buy you your own than give you some of mine. Wow. <laughs> because <laughs> I, it's a whole portion. They, this, I, I can't. I don't even like tasting other people's food. You know what they didn't say when people were like, oh, do you want to taste mine? I'm not even interested in your plate. <laughs> I really am not. I don't even care for what's on your plate. So when someone now starts looking at my plate, I'm like, you can look, but you ain't having none. <laughs> Don't even bother look at this direction. <laughs> that that goes actually um so sorry. So th- this leads to this question. So if you're on a date, right, and you won't let you like try some food, like does it go down in your estimates or you just like mm, whatever? I'm not checking for his plate, to be honest with you. I ordered <laughs> what I want on my plate. If it ain't on my plate, I ain't having it. I'm not even expecting it. So my taste buds shouldn't even be wanting it. I'm not going to lie. I'm the Ted's like, oh, can I try some? Yes. And even better if you offer me. Oh, my God. (laughs) I just feel like if I then, for me, my other reasoning why I don't like tasting other people's food. How about if I end up liking your food more than I like my food? Now I'm disappointed in what I've chosen. Why? Why? Let me just be satisfied. I'll look at it. And if it looks interesting, next time when I come, I'll order what you had. Then I'll try that. Wow. How about you, Shay? I feel some kind of way. I just, I just know that that person doesn't like it. But we've got different ways of being because I'm more than happy to share my food. 
but it's mm-hmm. not like mm. it's not like a a red flag for me or anything. Yeah, um, it's not a red flag. But I would much prefer somebody to want to share their food or yeah. But if but in the end, I understand that people are the way they are, so it's not that deep. Like if I'm with someone yeah. and they're like, I don't share food, yeah, and I just know that okay with time that I'm just gonna have to get used to the idea of I know um, <laughs> making sure that I get anything I want in order and it's do you know what the funniest thing is some of the people that are are very you, you just said it Tendai most of the mm. people that don't want to share are actually very generous in terms of like if you if you're ordering food they'll be like order anything you want because yeah, yeah. honestly I will pay for you yeah I will but, pay for you to have exactly what I'm having if you don't like your food, but you ain't having what's on my plate. But what <laughs> you know I find what I mean? funny about you people, them that don't like to share food, is then when food is offered to you, you will taste it. That's yeah. I don't, not you, me. Well, maybe not you, but plenty yeah. of people. <laughs> but yeah, know, yeah, they like, do. Oh, I don't share food. The moment you offer them food, they're like, yeah, yes, please. <laughs> true but not it's mine true. not mine but when it comes true. to you you don't want to be offering back the same in there of, in you know, no i mean like, it, it's actually quite evident because um well except if we're having tapas that's fine because it's a sharing meal if we're having a sharing platter my mind knows that i'm sharing this food so i'm good with that that's fine i can share those type of foods but when it's a single plate serving we're not having any of mine however well, not however. And then on that point, like, when I went for lunch with some girls um, this on Monday. There were three of us. They, sh- I, I was listening to this conversation. I was like, thank God they didn't try to put me into this sharing mix. Because um, I think one ordered a steak and chips. Another ordered a steak and um, sweet potato fries. But, they, but then they both wanted, one wanted to taste the chips. The other one wanted to taste the sweet potato fries. So I said, oh, why don't you get that? And then we both share. Yeah. So they did that. And then and comes here comes dessert. They're like, oh, but then I only want a little bit, which is what Rue does. And then other ones like, yeah, well, I want a little bit. So they're like, okay, so well, should we share one? I was like, yeah. I was like, I'll have my own, please. And I ordered, <laughs> I ordered a whole dessert for myself, and I ate it while they two shared. And then they they couldn't even finish it. I scoffed mine in two seconds. <laughs> like I am when it comes to food, I don't play. Nope. But that's the thing for me. I'm not really a dessert person. So if I'm asking you, like, nope. oh, can we get it to share? It's because I know I'm not going to finish it yet and it'll be just that's a fine. waste. I will still buy your, I will buy you yours. Whether you finish it or not, I don't care. You're just not eating what I have. <laughs> y'all, y'all are mad. Y'all are crazy. That's all I'm saying. Speaking of mad, right? So mm-hmm. we all know Real Ferdinand, right? Footballer. Mm-hmm. Don't know if he still plays or not. So, um, his first wife um passed away. Um, he had like oh, three children yeah, yeah, yeah. with her, mm-hmm. and then um, so now he's um married to this lady called Katie Wright, and I believe she's pregnant with their first child together. Mm-hmm. So, like, they went on holiday, and on Instagram, she captioned, "Um, one of my favorite days of this year out at sea with the family. No worries, happy and stress free." So mm-hmm. she was with like her blended, like her blended yeah. family, like with everyone, and mm. then so some person wrote. Rebecca's family. So Rebecca's the the wife that passed away. 
I'm all for stepmoms, etc. And you've stepped into a massive hole, but those kids are Rebecca's and they'll not thank you for saying otherwise. Apart from that, you're a lovely girl. But those wedding letters to your kids were terrible. Imagine if you're looking down or her mom and dad, not cool. Like, so basically, I think they had a problem with the use of the word family. And she must have, like, written, like, letters to the children, like, before the wedding. And she might have mentioned to say, like, they're her kids or something. So, what would you guys think? I think it's big of, not even big on her. Like, if you're stepping into a relationship with someone who's been, with this, yeah, who's been widowed, it, you are taking on the whole family. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you won't be thinking um sideways about their kids you know the kids are part of the family their their mom died in in and obviously because she was she was quite poorly um i think it was cancer did she die of cancer i don't get that right yeah, i'm sure i watched the documentary short battle with cancer. yeah so it's not like it was it's not the kids fault why do you want to punish the kids you're there for the kids you're there for him everyone and you, you're building a life together so what's wrong with taking on someone else's children as your own? That just shows how much love you've got to give. Like you mm-hmm. are pouring out with loads of love and you want to give it to them too. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why someone would just want to come and just be trying to put cold water all over it. Those are some, those are some unhappy people mm-hmm. out there with nothing better to, to do or say. If you ain't got nothing to say, don't say it at all. Do you know what I mean? What yeah. do you want her to do? Oh, I'm on holiday with my child and Rio's child and Rebecca's <laughs> children. Well, how's that? How's that showing unity and family? They'll have a problem with that too. Exactly. Yeah, it's just another it's... case of an episode of people moving mad. Like this person, <laughs> what is their own? Yeah, it's really mad. Like people just love adding. One, two, two pence. three, however many pence that they want to add into the situation. But the truth is, you can't win. You what? can't win in either way. She done mm-hmm. it a different way. So, but the truth is, that's how she feels. And that is her family. So she stand by that. And she shouldn't have yeah. any kind of way about that. Because no. it is her family. What do we talk yeah. about? So what? Adopted children. People don't go around saying these are my adopted kids or yeah do you know what I mean? yeah the yeah you your family, children you see family some people, yeah. some people don't have a traditional family in terms of a mother and a father and siblings but they've got friends that they see as their family they've yeah. got um, extended family that are their family do you know what I mean or mm-hmm. just the, yeah people's situations are different people are fostered when they go into that a family if they get that close and there's that connection they see that foster family as their family so yeah i think the notion of family is it's different it's different to each person but here mm-hmm. is a woman that has decided and done quite what i would i would say is a noble thing to step in yeah and mother children that are not her hers biologically but a mother mm-hmm. a, being a biological mother does not make you a mother yeah mm-hmm. exactly so that person's yeah. comments yeah. is a load of bullshit, in my opinion. True. But and plus, and did she not say also, um, 
and Rebecca will not thank you for that. Are you in direct um, conversation, she's, Rebecca, up in she's wherever she's at? For her. She's a seance, isn't she? Like, is that what they call it? Or what, what do they call it? Do you know what I mean? Who are dead? you to be speaking on behalf of the dead? <laughs> Rue, what are those people called? <laughs> Why would Rue know what those people are called? I feel like you're knowledgeable. You've been speaking to them. <laughs> is it a seance when it happens? Yeah, sure? yeah, it's a seance yeah. when it I think they're mediators, that's what they're called, whatever they're called. Media. See, why don't we ask the gospel queen? Oh, shut up. (laughs) It's not the Holy Ghost they're speaking to, is it? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think think apparently they're called spirit. Mediums. Spiritualist mediums, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, mediums. This woman is clearly a medium. Mm, Rebecca won't thank you for that. Did you know her personally? Bet you didn't. Um, But yeah, yeah. People have just got too much to say about things that have nothing to do with them. But hey ho, that's true. <laughs> that's that's true indeed. I, it was just very very unnecessary, to be honest. And I I think if I was to have like a blended family, I'd definitely want the other la- lady to to love my kids as in my absence. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. But yeah, Ruth, I've been seeing your tweets on Twitter. I think last night I saw your tweet about um, how you're now tired waiting for these US election results. Are the results out yet? Because no. even I was tired. I went to bed the other day. I was like, you know what? This is all giving me anxiety. So I'm just going to wait for you to come and tell me who's won. <laughs> No. Well, well, voting. we don't know we don't know <laughs> oh my god go on give us a rundown well, what's been happening what have what's i what have i missed happening? i've been working tell us about the u.s elections basically um kamala harris she's okay. she will be the the vp and joe and joe biden will be president we hope do you know what i love i think because I follow American politics for like entertainment. That's how sad I am. I'd rather watch CNN or watch whatever's going on just for entertainment because it's banter. Well, sometimes it's banter. Sometimes it's just like, wow, are you serious? (laughs) Yeah. And then sometimes it's just like mad. So like, you know, when they have like the Congress things where they question you and stuff. Mm. So that's Mm. when I got to get into who come. They call her Kamala, but I would have looked at the name and said Kamala. I don't know. And no, um, basically, the Americans are I a bit feel different. like if I was ever to get arrested and she questioned me, I'd crumble because that's her questions are just so on point. It's just so happy to see a woman in the White House. Now that makes any difference to my life, but you know. Like we were saying before mm. um, about um, representation, you never know what might we might get um, a woman black PM one of these days, and um, so anyway, so she went to HBCU. That's a historically black college, I think. But anyway, I digress. The the what do you call it? The votes are not in for some. Um, of the count are they called counties some of the states yeah states and yeah. basically trump's saying yeah i won already stop counting in oh. some states and the other ones he was like oh continue counting so it's they're a bit like, the ones that he knows that will probably be voting for him are the ones that he wants to keep counting yes and also at the same time 
those ones because he discouraged his his I was gonna say fans. He's he discouraged his base to do mail in voting, whereas the other side they did more mail in votes. So and they were and in those states that are taking forever, they weren't allowed to count the the votes until the day of the election, whereas other states were able to count the votes. So yeah. now he's trying to throw in conspiracy theories, like oh my god, oh he should hush the vote and excuse me, hiring lawyers and stuff. So it's all it's all dramatic, but I'm tired of it now. Well, so when is the predicted end date to this mess then? Who knows? Because they talk about recounting. Oh, <laughs> I know they're recounting in one state already. They well, agreed think, to recount. I think there was a level of them being unprepared, especially yeah. with the fact that we're in the middle of a pandemic. And exactly. not everybody is going to want to queue mm-hmm. to vote where other people yeah. are. Do you know what I mean? It actually does yeah. make more sense to be safe, yeah. stay at home, yeah. and to post, do a mail-in ballot, ma- yeah. mail your, your, your vote. Um, which I think is crazy that they wouldn't allow them to have started counting earlier. them earlier. And I don't think as well that they were expecting as many people to have voted in general. This mm-hmm. is like one of the highest voted um, election in a while. So mm-hmm. it's crazy. And then obviously we're in the pandemic. So it's just in- interesting that there's there was lack of preparation. But mm. Donald Trump definitely knew what he was doing. Um, yeah. And he knows he's trying to shake up. He's trying to cause a ruckus. Um because this guy doesn't want to leave. He's he's shown us that he's one, not just a narcissist, but he's also a big baby. So he's yeah. basically yeah. showing us that you're not going to take me out of this position after one time. term without me kicking, shouting, screaming. Um, he wants yeah. what he wants. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But the truth of the matter is, what will people might not want you? Um, mm. And if he has to leave, he will have. To to leave whether it's by force or <laughs> do not mean not. and it will be very, as if he's the first the one to be in there remember this guy isn't he's an entertainer he he's he not, really is he, didn't, he loves the he drama didn't, his, his life wasn't i'm gonna be in politics he mm-hmm. he fell into it sort of he's been in real estate he's come from money he did an entertainment show um, yeah. so it's basically like lord sugar Except mm-hmm. Sugar kind of started from the bottom and then worked his way to the top. But it's like Lord Alan Sugar in the UK becoming a PM. We respect him. Do you see I my respect point? Him. Say that again? Mm-hmm. I said, I respect our Alan Sugar. Sir Alan Sugar. He's, problem- <laughs> he's problematic a little bit, but we'll get into that. He is. I like him. She's um, like, put, put the sir in his name. <laughs> to die, you're funny. I but like I our think- sir. <laughs> <laughs> He's so and his he, curly hair. So anyway, I, <laughs> so I think that Donald Trump is going to give us as much entertainment as he can till the very, very end. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, whether it's serious or not serious, his nature is not to be a serious person. Man, but yeah, I'm kind of over politics being clowned. I'm. I prefer politics to be serious because especially when it comes to like american politics mm-hmm. yeah it actually affects the whole world it's fine yeah 
exactly that's like in barack obama's time like barack obama was charismatic he mm-hmm. was charming he ran mm-hmm. jokes but he mm-hmm. it wasn't that he almost seemed like he was making a joke out of politics do yeah you, he, was seri- I mean? he knew the so seriousness he, of his role he, he was serious but then we liked his charm yeah he was relatable liked mm. him as a person which mm-hmm. eased the, the seriousness of the politics if that makes sense which sometimes yeah. also meant that it pl- it blindsided people from what was actually going on in politics because you know and that's why he did get a lot of stick for the fact that some people felt like he didn't do a lot in his him Mm -hmm. and joe didn't do a lot in their their run do you know what i mean Mm. nevertheless i'm just ready for politics to be politics again and it not be that we're following this man who's running jokes it's true it seems like a very serious matter that affects everyone and i think that's why everyone is so glued to this mm-hmm. election is because it affects the world in exacto mundo so yeah i just hope we get the results real quick and the secret service don't have to kick donald trump out <laughs> kicking and screaming <laughs> that would be jokes it would be jokes but don't we're not trying to trap see outside. this i'm sure the, the, the best way, the best way be to get televised. rid of him is saying donald donald guess what your supporters are outside and they want to give you a gift. You goes outside and you lock the doors. But um yeah, anyway, we hope that um we get the results soon. I'm um, here for Biden. Hey. About for Biden, you know. Um yeah. And then we'll and then we'll see what happens. Yes, we'll get less entertaining, but you know what? Boring's best, right? True. It's very true. In the whole spirit of support, okay. I'll just can I ask a question like he, like Yuru always says. Do you feel like your friends have to support your endeavors? Um, I'd say no. Why? Because it's not by force. Because I feel like let's say Let's say I start a YouTube channel about cooking and I know for a fact my friends have got no interest in cooking or they just don't like cooking. Actually, I'll even give my sister as an example. Let's say I do have a YouTube channel about cooking. My sister mm-hmm. doesn't like cooking. She won't, in her day-to-day, she doesn't watch stuff about cooking. Her YouTube watching list is about makeup, maybe vlogs and stuff. So why mm-hmm. do I think just because it's me, I should make it up to her list of things to watch? Do you know what I mean? Like, she's not interested I'd rather have people who enjoy um, the content that I'm creating engage with it than someone that's just watching it out of obligation. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I hear you. Do you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm tied with it, but the question is, should they? No, they, sh- they should not have to. Yeah. Would yeah. I like them to? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would like them to. I would like my friends to support me, mm-hmm. even if it's not something that they're interested in, because my friendship groups are beyond just me and that person. They might have someone yeah. within their extended friendship group that is interested in what I list, what I'm doing, that yeah. then might add engagement and might add yeah. a listener, might add something. So 
the expectation of them to do it is mm-hmm. not it's not like you have to I would not lose sleep over it I would not lose um I would not lose friends mm-hmm. over it but mm-hmm. I feel like when my friends do support me it touches mm-hmm. me different it hits different for me it's, yeah. it goes back yeah. to what my love language is of acts of service yeah. to me it, that's an, that is a real love and that's a real love language hit for mm-hmm. me yeah because you've gone out of your way to do that for me and um, mm-hmm. yeah 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 i think i've become really appreciative of it like yeah. i don't there's so many even with this podcast there's so many like people that listen to it and i'm i'm like i didn't expect that you would listen to it or didn't expect mm-hmm. that you would enjoy yeah. it um, mm-hmm. and i've not asked anybody to do so true that's the same but i always think about um support well it depends what people view support being some people can think support is being there at every single event do you know what i mean like if you're not there you're not supporting but you can get support from people who are the quiet ones who can just like read like you said like retweet share all of that that's another support um so for me I, i don't feel like my friends have to support like as in they don't they don't all have to listen to it but if you let's say I don't know, on your day-to-day basis, you might you might meet the CEO of Spotify and you see in a in a networking event. Mm-hmm. And then you know I do a podcast that's on Spotify. You could just plug me in, like, you know, yeah. plug my name in. That that's enough support. Like things that you don't you don't have to you don't have to do too much, but if you know that I'm in a certain industry and you're my friend and you want to see me win. Small things that you think could make a difference, you can do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The, those are the type of supports I I I I I would. I mean, I, I like. Um, you can have friends that don't listen to your podcast even at all, but mm-hmm. as soon as you say, "Oh, new episode," they can just share it. Yeah. Or like yeah. they know someone who likes a podcast that in a certain type of podcast, they're like, "You know what? Check out these people. They talk about something things that you, you like, like to listen to. Yeah. Like stuff like yeah. that. I love that kind of support." But yeah, yeah, because yeah. I I feel like it's like it's like the icing on the cake because support does extend beyond engaging mm. with whatever it is Very that true. the person is um is doing. So it's not like I'm saying, oh, you have to. Yeah, you don't have to share it, but if you do share it, oh, that it's it is really nice. Like share, yeah. say love language. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's 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 just cute. I also yes, don't have other. any issue. Like, I've got loads of people that are like, oh, I've not listened. And I'm like, yeah, you don't have to. I say it to people yeah. all the time. Like, I don't feel any kind of way you do not have to. Or, yeah. Like, yeah. because it might not be your bag. Yeah. yeah. There's plenty might not be of your bag. things that are, like, out there that are not people's bag. Like, yeah. our, the form of our podcast, some people don't even like podcasts, full stop. True. You know what I mean, so why you would now start listening to a podcast if you don't just listen to a podcast? Because, there's no just because your friends got one. Just because your friends got one. Yeah. You do not have to. Some people don't like listening to conversational podcasts. They prefer. Yeah. There's, do you know what I mean? So, but like, I really like what you said, Tendai. Support mm-hmm. comes in so many different ways. So, yeah. let's say, for instance, I'm having a conversation with someone and I'm like, oh, uh, um, not sure on how we can x y and z and they're Mm -hmm. they're knowledgeable in that area 
and they're yeah. like, oh, I know someone that could help yeah. you with that. Or yeah. I'm aware of this. Or have you watched this? Or have you... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Support comes in so many different ways. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think I think sometimes initially you just think engagement or initially mm. you, think, uh, you can think one track-mindedly about how support is provided, but yeah. it's not necessarily the case. True. Like for someone like me, I do like a lot of stuff that requires people's interest and their time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But like, I don't expect people to watch all my films. If you've got no No. interest in it, no. However, Mm -hmm. what I will say is, if I was in a relationship, I would expect my partner to support. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know in what way or what form. Mm. But I n- but know some... that I'd need them to be supportive of what I do. Yeah, and the same because I will extend the same level of support to them regardless of what they do, whether I understand yeah. it or not. Do um, you want them to listen to it? Again, they don't necessarily have to listen. Mm-hmm. Do you know what support? But I think you would have being, like being a sounding board. Do you know? What yeah, I, mean? I was oh, gonna say. Yeah. I think you would have asked for an opinion whilst you're doing the work. Yeah, if it is like your yeah. partner. So there's the support in that way. Yeah, yeah. Even if it's just to talk through things, or yeah, if it's yeah. like just to let off some steam when one is frustrated, or to talk through ideas. There's different. You don't yeah. have to listen, but yeah. I just need to know that your support is there however i know what i'm like like i will Mm -hmm. if it's if my partner had a podcast i would listen yeah i'm interested in knowing what you're saying i know (laughs) that that's me i know what i would do but i think that's something that i've had to unlearn as i've grown up is yeah and this is where entitlement comes into play Yeah. yeah just because i would do something or i would extend a level some sort of merit to something or someone does not mean mm-hmm. that they will do the same thing back to me and mm-hmm. yeah. when I started to understand that notion I started mm-hmm. to debunk the idea of entitlement like mm-hmm. oh I'm expecting this because I would do it and I like I've been in friendships where it's like that where it's like well I would do that for you so and it's like yeah but that's not what I would feel comfortable doing yeah that's not how I would show my support. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, have you guys been in situations with any friends where there's been this level of expectation required from you that you've not then met? What? Wow. <laughs> I'm looking at you tonight. <laughs> I'm looking at you. <laughs> I'm waiting for Rue. For me? No. Yeah. For me. Because you always, yeah, but that's you. Yeah, but that's you. No, I was going to say, was it not your friend that was telling you, you have to go, you have to come see my engagement ring? Oh, that. But then, um, well, I, I have a friend, right? She got engaged um, about last year. And um, when she got engaged, I can't remember what was going on. I just think it was just a bit busy month, like, I, not that I'm even making excuses for anything because I, I, I wouldn't, I don't know whether that would have made a difference whether I was busy or not. But I didn't rush to go and see um, the engagement ring. Now, let it be known, I know what this ring is going to look like because <laughs> I know what the, the ring is going to look like because I've seen it <laughs> already. Okay. Then she got engaged. Um, 
I I think part of the engagement process was all her close family and friends to do a congratulations video. So obviously I know she's getting engaged. So I did my part of the video, then the fiance put it all together and showed her. Um, so she knows I I know she got engaged. You know what I mean, and then that was that. I'd already said my congratulations, whatever. She um as soon as he proposed, she called me and told me. I was like, yeah, we spoke about it on the phone. I know. Then it's done. Life is just moving on. Little did I know that she was upset that I didn't come and see the ring personally now on her finger. So that's what she expected me as her very close friend to come and see this ring on her, now that it's on her finger and celebrate and do something and go out. I don't know, afternoon tea, let's go out for drinks, let's toast to it. Do you know what I mean? But my, that's not my um celebration. I celebrated by sending her a video when she called me to tell me I was happy for her. But her expectation was for me to come and see the ring and I didn't. So she was very, very, very hurt about that. Mm-hmm. Now that's her expectation from me. How now did you navigate that? Um we had a conversation about it. So basically, in my head, if I got engaged, well then when we discussed about this expectation, um, she said, Yeah, if you got engaged, I would be at your house right there and then and be like, Oh my god, let me see. Even if she knows, even if she was there when you picked the ring, she'd have still come to see on my finger, do you know what I mean? Mm. And be like, Oh, let's go out, let's celebrate, let's do this. Now, I wouldn't care whether you come to my doorstep to come and see my ring. Like that's that's not my expectation. I don't expect you to do that. Mm-hmm. But then let's say I don't know. When when you do see me, you know that you have to get take out take time to come and see. When you do see me, you're like, oh my god, yeah, that's that that's beautiful. Like, oh my god, see, see whatever. I don't know. Or then maybe one day we, when we're doing wedding planning, like be involved. That shows that you're supporting that I'm actually going to get married. You're supporting the process. Do you know what I mean? That's what I would expect. So we just had to like discuss our expectations as friends like okay I get that I didn't come to celebrate but don't think I wasn't happy because I was very happy for you mm-hmm. and like reassure her that no I was 100% happy and it wasn't even like a thought to say oh I'm not going to go and see the ring like it's, <laughs> it wasn't even a <laughs> thought I was I was minding my own business engaged. I didn't even know you were upset that I didn't come to see the ring do you know what I mean like I didn't realize that it was that meant that much to you mm-hmm. but I okay I guess it did it's just communicating those expectations but those are her expectations those are not my expectations and just to address that no it's not like there's any mean thing behind it so that was Mm. the expectation thing that I went through yeah didn't actually I think for me it might I went through it was would you I don't it's not a similar situation about engagement it's like a life update kind of thing like one of my friends were like pretty close like, um, it was like something big that I expected, um, what am I, um, that I expected her to like tell me and I had to, and see, that was the thing. It was my expectation based on the fact that I thought, okay, we're, we're like quite close friends and I'd felt like you'd tell me. Not that I'll be the one of the first people to know, but I'll be one of the first people to know besides the rest of the world. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's something, like, it really, like, really hurt me. And then I got to a point where, like, why are you being so entitled? Do you know what I mean? Yes, it's, um, 
it would have been great if you'd known but does that does that change the news in any way shape or form no it doesn't and just because you would do it does not mean like someone else would do it do you know what I mean and I think yeah if you put yourself where you're just not in a situation where you're not entitled to everything and see like every not see everything as sort of a blessing then I think you just wouldn't get yourself disappointed if you're not did you me. address it with your friend hell no, no I didn't end up doing it <laughs> what's the point I just nah I, I don't know then- I think I I addressed it with myself because I just said to myself, okay, I think I need to step back. Maybe you just need to just stop being so entitled because if we're being real, it doesn't really change anything. Whether you know this time or, you know, with everyone else. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So. It- but what I don't get, I don't know, Maybe maybe it's just me. I mean, I'm not saying I've got expectations, but I'm sure I've got expectations, right? But I can't tell you right now what they might be. Yeah, that's If I thing. expect you to be a certain... No, I don't expect you to be a certain way. But, but how, how I, do people know your expectations if you yourself don't know them right now? No, I mean, I have them, but I can't tell you right now what one could be. I, I understand what you mean. Sometimes it's like, I feel like that's how I was with the like, whole boundaries conversation. Boundaries thing, yeah. But yeah. I think when I think of things that I do expect in like friendships, I expect mm-hmm. like loyalty. Yeah. 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 That's not, like one of the things that I think I do really expect is like, you know, despite whatever is going on, like you've got my back. Or, yeah. and I think sometimes loyalty isn't just about the outside, like, to the outside world. Sometimes loyalty is within us. Like, if we've got an issue or if there's, if you're feeling a type of way, mm-hmm. you being able to address that with me yeah. and not mm-hmm. retreat from our friendship, to mm-hmm. me, is a sign of loyalty. I think loyalty kind of coincides with commitment, like what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um because it's like whatever it is I can talk to you like I can address whatever with you do you know what Mm -hmm. I mean I think I also respect I also expect respect Mm -hmm. yeah and I think even when sometimes when people have expectations if you've not communicated expectations then something disappoints you that you can always communicate that oh I actually expected you to be like like react like this or like when this happened I was expecting this type of support maybe I'm not saying we need to be like that but maybe voice your expectations then maybe Mm -hmm. someone will understand where you're coming from because or why that means so much to you like it's like the love language thing Mm -hmm. if oh let's okay go back to using the, the same example of my friend or your friend let's say I um okay she got engaged and her love language is quality time she would then want me to spend time with her to celebrate clearly this situation that's happened but Mm -hmm. if I just say oh congratulations which is words of affirmation she won't feel the joy but until I go and spend time with her and we celebrate together then she understand that maybe if you end up knowing your friend's love language or how they are 
with certain situations in life, whether it be if they're upset, they like to be left alone, you know, they, they, or if they're upset, they want you to be there physically to hug them. Then you just know that when she, when my friend's upset, this is what they need from me. Mm-hmm. Or they, they, if they were upset, they don't want me to bring up the situation, but they want me to do something fun with that they enjoy. You just need, need to know your friend. So it's something that takes communication. So I think in expectation, don't just expect people if you don't communicate it and vice versa. When you feel like your expectations have not been met, communicate it so that your friend understands because you're not psychic. Do you know what I mean? True. How am I supposed to know that you're upset without you telling me? Like, that's quite situational, isn't it, though? Like, mm-hmm. things have to happen for that to then arise. Yeah, to be addressed. Because yeah. it's... But it's it's ensuring that when that situation does arise, that it's then communicated. Yeah. It's, it's, you, can't, you just go around being like, I like this, I like that, this is my <laughs> language, this, do you know what I mean? But there might yeah. be a situation that arises where it's like, oh, no. True. So you know how earlier when we were doing the game, mm-hmm. we talked. Mm-hmm. To, you asked the question about hair. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. where are you guys at with your hair? What's your hair journey currently? Fam. Where has it been? Where is it currently? Or where is it going? <laughs> <laughs> Even I don't know. That's the, that's the honest mine? answer. <laughs> so wait, mine what is... are you guys? Are you guys? Would are you? Are we all natural? Yeah, I'm natural for now. How long has it been natural, Rue? I think it was 2012 or 11. I remember I was, I think I was the first of my friends to become natural. And I used to preach the gospel of becoming natural. Mm -hmm. And they were all like, oh my gosh, we don't want to be natural. And blah, blah, blah. And yeah, I'm sure they were tired of me preaching this gospel. <laughs> they were. And then when they all became um, naturals, they're like, huh, look at you. Look at you. But yeah, I've been natural since 2012. And I've not really cut my hair since. Well, I've like tr- cut it, but I'm talking about I've not had like a short, like a short cut in ages. And yeah, I'm tired of it. I always want to shave it all off and then I come back to my senses and think I want braids. I feel like it's always when I'm about to wash my hair that I want to cut it all off because it takes hours. And there was this time I was living like a white woman. I uh, I thought my hair was um, would be fine. I didn't have it in twists. I just let it out. I wasn't wearing a scarf and it was knotted. Uh, it took me hours to to get it back right, Imagine. but um, we move. Do you have a hair goal, or do you just whatever? I'm just like whatever now. I just can't be bothered. But in, when you cut your hair, wanted to go natural. Do you yeah. ha- did you have a hair goal? Did oh, you think, I just oh. did. A, did I have a hair goal? I think maybe I just wanted to do nice twist out twist outs, and yeah, mm. and I wanted to be yeah. off the creamy crack. Even though sometimes a creamy crack is relaxer, by the way. Even though sometimes I do feel like relaxing mm. my hair well, as well. Yeah. So mine started. What was mine? I I was relaxed until oh god knows when. Uh, twenty. Yeah, twenty. Twenty fifteen. Yeah, twenty fifteen. I did a big chop, and and then started growing my my hair. Um. So I I did a big chop because Rue kept preaching the gospel about 
Stay off the creamy crack. Meh, meh, meh. And then I did like her texture. She had nice twist out. So I was like, oh, why not? Let me try it. Plus my hair is like super thin. I have a lot. I have a lot of hair. But it's very thin. So it makes it look like I don't have a lot of hair. So anyway, I did that. Um, Grew it out until 2019. And I decided, you know what, bum this. We're cutting it off. So I I keep cutting it off, growing it again. And then I'm like, yeah, I'm chopping it off. So right now I'm literally like at a number two level shave. Um, what does that mean? Like it's it's just, there's a little bit of hair. You can't even grab it, but it, it's, that's it's how short my cut. hair is. It's a very low cut. What's like, like all the hair off? Is it zero? Yeah, zero is like bold, like your skin. Oh, cool. So, um... <laughs> the way I was going to describe my cut right now, let's not. Anyway, um, so that's where I am. And I, before this, I had cut it into a tapered cut. I wanted to dye it blonde for, um, what do you call it? Summer. And just be out here looking like, I don't know, hot and funky. I got the idea from Christette Michelle. But it didn't go down that way. I ended up looking like a troll doll. So <laughs> I dyed it red. Then my edges started falling off. Then I dyed it brown. Then I thought, oh, let's just keep it brown. Then it, it just wasn't. Then it turned green. So then I've chopped it off now. <laughs> and I'm just like, you know what? We've tried. God, lo- God loves a trier. So I've cut it all off. And now I think, let's just say for now, I think I'm going to try and grow it out again. But we'll see. Wow. If I get fed up, I'm, I can't promise anything. I'll cut it back off. Like I've had like about 10 different hairstyles in one year honestly what I was like in January February March and now completely different like completely different I look different every single time like what I'm scared of you know how I've just started my new job all of them have seen me with this hair they've not seen me with long hair so now they're gonna now start thinking I want to get all those questions again is that your real hair what happened I thought you know back to square one with answering hair questions oh Jesus (laughs) Um, you have I'm, to hold I a play, press conference. I played myself. I should have started with the long hair. And then when I've chopped it off, that's easy to explain. It's gone. Do you know what I mean? Not how did you now manage to have long hair when you had short hair yesterday. <laughs> it's funny. How about you, Shay? Um, 2012 is when I did my first big chop. Um. I literally, I think I tried whilst I was at uni. I was very much, I like used to get silk presses or and I used oh, yeah. to relax my hair. I had quite healthy relaxed hair, but I always did like a, a pixie cut. Mm. Yeah, I played with pixie cuts for some time, mm. so I'd have like a low sh- low back, longer mm-hmm. at the top and the front. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I really liked my hair. I just I'd color like I've got thick hair. So mm-hmm. it kind of withheld a lot of stuff. So even yeah. like, relaxing, it never was like it wasn't too bad. It didn't. I I don't even recall it being. I think it was just before like the whole big old natural movement. Yeah, and I just used to be like interesting to just know what it's like to experience my natural hair, like the hair that grows out of my head. Mm-hmm. And then I started like looking into like the natural movement 
and like studying it and things like that mm-hmm. because it did it felt like I needed to educate myself on it so I'd watch mm-hmm. videos yeah. learning about products understanding hair type things like that and I remember I wanted to transition mm-hmm. I didn't I, I wasn't planning to do a, a, a big chop and um, so I'd like started transitioning maybe summer 2011 mm-hmm. and then I <laughs> It got to like December time or something, and my curl pattern it was mad. Like my, I've got very tight coils, so mm. it would almost be like I'd like run my finger through my roots, and it would feel like a zigzag. It was amazing. Mm, yeah. It felt amazing. I'd be like, oh, this is sick. But then the rest of it would be straight. And I remember once I was like prepping my hair or just combing it out or something. I can't remember, and mm. got this thick, thick comb like I don't even know how to explain the plastic it was one of them like thick plastic combs and Mm. it broke in my hair wow and um it broke in my hair and then I was like so I had half in my hand and the other half was in my hair and I was like confused and I had to fish within my roots to get the other (laughs) bit of the comb out and I remember just sitting there being like yeah I don't this ain't gonna run (laughs) <laughs> yeah no more i don't know if this is going if this is going to work out but i was so far into wanting to explore being natural yeah i was just like okay i don't think i can continue transitioning because i think it's going to be quite difficult with the yeah with, with my natural hair so mm. then in the january of 2012 i just cut it all off I cut it off yeah. and I had like this TWA, which sometimes I look back and I just, I love that TWA. <laughs> For those who don't know, what what's a TWA? Oh, a teeny weeny afro. And yeah. it was thick. It was, and then I remember, I think I did like a, I put a color wash in it. And mm-hmm. I think it was like a, a deep purple. So yeah, even when I was relaxed, I'd put a bit of color in it, but it wouldn't be like, it would be like, almost make my hair look darker and then in certain lights you could then see the colour, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so I did that with um my once I'd cut it all off. And literally I just I loved it. I absolutely loved it. It just gave me oh. this whole new like I don't know, it just gave me this new vim and like confidence. Mm. Um, yeah. And I remember then I was working in London, so it just, it worked. It was like, no one asked me any dumb questions. It was just, <laughs> <laughs> if anything, I got dumb so questions. many compliments from just this new look, and I just really yeah. liked it. And then I kind of continued on for some time, and then I grew it, grew out. And then I did a I did a chop in 2015. Mm. Yeah, and then I went low this low cut again really, like I'm not afraid of cutting my hair as I said even yeah I'm not even attached time. to it at yeah, all not, not I've never been attached to my hair I'm, do you remember that time when everyone did like the half shaven yeah long, I, I did that when I first got to uni and then I started like, yeah. with cut. I've never been I, in my mind I've always had the idea of it will always grow it's gonna back, grow back. It has never yeah. yeah exactly yeah it so really does it. 2015 low loved that and then grew it out it was a bit of a tapered look and then like I said 2018 I then shaved it off and then I started playing with color 
in 2019. So for most of 2019, I was actually blonde. Mm. Um, and I really liked that as well. I really liked the look because I'm quite yeah. dark. So it was quite like a nice contrast. Um, it works then, for you, man. You suit, you suit them all. Yeah, I think yeah. I've just never been afraid of playing with my hair because I'm one of those people that I'm... I think this is my privilege and where I can definitely say I'm blessed is like it tends to all suit me. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not easy though. I will definitely say like one cutting their hair takes a lot of confidence. It's true. It's It's not, yeah, it's not, it's not an easy thing to do. So I definitely understand it when people say they're not sure. I remember Tentai, even before you cut your hair, you were like asking me questions and things like that. Yeah. Because in the end, and then I, I always say this to people, if they want to cut their hair and they're so uncertain, mm. I said, cut it. And if you don't like it, put on a wig. Especially if you're going to do a wig wearer. In fact, your wig will lay better on your head. Because your yeah, hair is exactly. will sit better on your head. I'm telling you, like, they've, you know? they've, they've cut a lot of their hair off because the, the wig don't be sitting up. Yeah, because you have to <laughs> worry about the cornrows, wash day. Oh, Some just of them long. have hair as well so Jack, the Jackie I know's hair is beautiful so yeah even if you don't like it you can always look, if, if you already if you already like wearing wigs yeah wig. ain't nobody gonna say exactly. it's your hair it's your head in the true end. you guys you're inspiring me to cut off my hair now trust me it's so liberating but that's the thing like once you've cut it Thinking about even growing it is so much effort. Like right now, I'm thinking about growing it, but I'm now ooming and ahhing whether I'm going to be relaxed. I'm going back to the creamy crack because the thought of these detangling wash days, nonsense, I can't even be asked. And what I want now, if I am going to go to relax, I'm going to start off with the pixies, the ones that you had, you know, the short back, relaxed at the top. Mm. Love them because I've, I've not had that since I was like 18. Um, so have that and then grow it out relaxed keep being relaxed and then just get my weaves done with you know um what do they call them this one when you leave some of your hair out with the leave out mm. so i don't manipulate my edges so i'll just grow the inside and let my edges be my edges because it's the pulling i've realized braid my hairline does not like to be pulled about anything like braids break my hair crochet braids on my hairline they break my hair. so i just cannot do all of that manipulation mm-hmm. but i just thought you know what i need something that's going to start working now because i'm not going to have edges anytime so i wouldn't be four to my hairline starting behind my ears <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry to say i'd love to see that <laughs> honestly it's in my jeans my aunties on my dad's side the hairline is behind the ears. Okay, yeah. I don't want to I'll, I'll show you a picture. I'm telling you. That, what do they call it? I'm sure it's called alopecia, is it not? Mm, is it? Yeah. Alopecia is when you lose your hair. Yeah, on your, oh. because of the manipulation and the pulling. And it doesn't grow back. It go, really? comes out the root. Yeah. 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 Oh, I can only have braids twice a year. Twice a year. My, my, my edges cannot stand braids more than that. I wish I had strong hairline. It, it, no. So I should just leave it. Would you relax your kids' hair? Not um, when they're young. It's not because I feel like, to be honest, my mum relaxed my hair to make it easier for her. So 
I I want my kids to have healthy hair, so I'm not going to start manipulating it at an early age. School ages where they're like in high school, then maybe yeah. But I think until they get into like at least year seven, they don't need to be relaxing their hair. I think I think I just wouldn't at all. I didn't even get a weave until I was sixteen or at prom. That's my first weave when I was sixteen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because um, for me, I find it a bit odd how it is that um, when they they say oh to color to color hair, you have to be a certain age, but relaxers they have those kids. just for me's with kids that I'm sure under five. It's like that. So it's okay to put chemicals in our, in our young black girls, but for other people, you have to be 16 for you to put chemicals. Obviously, I think it could be the same chemicals. I'm sure. But it so is. I'm just like, no, we just, we just not going to do that. We don't know how it affects like the growth. There's no research into it. We've turned out fine, but I'm so I'm sure it's not that bad, but. I just would rather not. But at the same time, I know how hard natural hair is. I do. So but then I'm I'll just be doing cross it for my that kids. bridge when I get there. But I think we, d- we we didn't know a lot about... Well, my I can only speak about my mom. My mom only knew... Is it the pink lotion? Dax? Um, Emotions. Yeah, and blue magic. blue magic. Yeah, so that's what it was in my hair. That's what my mom the used. Grease. So the grease stuff, but now we know there are natural oils, there's leave-in conditioners, there the things to like, you know, help soften the hair, make it easy yeah. to manipulate. So I think for my kids, I now know more about hair and what to do with it. So yeah. they're not going to need to be in that pain. I know that I don't need to now wash it, then detangle it, detangle whilst blow drying like they used to in the salon, detangle it while it's still wet, get all the knots out when you can and then dry it. I think since I've been natural for like um, five years, yeah, five years, I don't even own a hair blow dryer. Like I let my hair air dry. I don't put heat on it at all. So there's no need for heat, really. It can dry. Mm. How about you, Shay? No, I'm not going to relax or manipulate my children's hair in that sense. I'm going to uh, teach them. Mm-hmm. how to love their natural hair um, yeah. and then when they leave my house they can then decide to do what they want to do with it um, yeah. and I think it's down to allowing them to learn and love and see and, and I don't want to make it a chore the, the only reason I, I'm the opposite even when I had longer hair yes mm-hmm. it was long but I didn't mind to do the work yes mm-hmm. wash yeah. day was long but I knew that but I was grateful that wash day wasn't every week. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I liked doing my, I, I've always, I think, especially once I went natural, going natural was probably the last time I went to a hairdresser to deal with mm, lies. I've like maybe when I've gotten braids and stuff, but to, mm-hmm. which has always been a nightmare. I hate it. Like if I've gotten cornrows, Mm-hmm. Paying someone to do my cornrows is a nightmare because I know they're not going to do what I need to do to my hair. So I try as much as possible to have it prepped and ready before they start manipulating it. But I've always yeah. preferred doing my own hair. So I wouldn't want to display the wash day or anything to do with dealing with 
their hair as a chore yeah. because that's when it would make it seem like oh, I can't bother or they don't they won't enjoy it and so I want to make yeah. it an enjoyable experience for them so that they can mm-hmm. also mm-hmm. understand the beauty of their hair I know exactly. I'm saying this now and it might be different then but this is how I feel at this moment I also remember I convinced my mum to go natural so she start, went natural I remember once she took me aside she said I wish I'd known this when you were growing up because I definitely yeah. wouldn't have relaxed your hair and then she yeah. said if you ever relax your children's hair I will call social services <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, that's no exactly excuse. what I feel it, like. It, I, I, I'm, I totally get it because the truth is it's 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 a it's crazy like the chemicals that we're putting yeah if something can think about how many times we burnt our head tops i do not mean relaxers do you know what i mean like it was your skin fam your your skin skin, you know it's it's mad when you really think about it it's a lot but yeah I i don't i'm not opposed to it i'm not opposed to having relaxed hair i had relaxed hair i had pretty healthy relaxed hair um mm. but also i there's a lot of things that you can do if for instance my daughter wanted to have straighter hair for instance <clears throat> yeah there's a silk press i would encourage mm. her to get mm-hmm. silk press and yeah. so that way she's not it's it's more about the heat rather than the chemical damage and i think with the, if you're getting a good silk press there's something about it that is meant to avoid getting heat damage yeah whereas back in the day we'll just put sizzling straighteners, hot straight. straighteners on our hair with no heat protection and uh, actually you'll feel like yep it makes me cringe just thinking about the, it yeah hearing the sizzle yeah but no 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 i don't think that's how oh. it works when it comes to it to to um to getting a silk press um, yeah but it is about you know changing it's manipulating the the curls to be straight mm-hmm. but it but in turn you're able to then wash it and the curls are supposed to revert yeah. back that's i love my curl pattern yeah so oh i think there's so much that can be done but i think it all definitely starts with loving with loving and understanding the process of having natural hair yeah which is something i definitely want to input into my kids with boys and girls so true um, but yeah um i think what's next i don't know what's next until i like at the moment i want to grow it so that i can mm-hmm. have braids i really want braids i've like been i just had one day i woke up and i was like, come on braids um <laughs> and i'll probably do that for a and i mm. with me i'm very ridiculous with my hair if anyone i go from zero to 100 so i'm saying i want braids it's not going to probably be past like to my knees kind of yeah or it'll be a bob and it'll be like gray <laughs> like the yeah do you know when you like said braids blonde. i just saw a gray bob did yeah, you I've have, had a gray, have you had that I've, before i've had a gray bob yeah, yeah. A gray i think bob. that's why i've had a great like I'd, it won't just be your bog standard braids even if they're going to be black it'll probably be black and they'll be past my bum or yeah why don't you get be... the keenan and kel ones Mad. no it's all right it's not keenan and kel yeah it was <laughs> what's the, is he called kel it's kel i'm a dude he's a dude <laughs> wow hi welcome but... to good no she was the moesha one i've had i've had a bob like that before as well to be fair. you need to bob. you need to bring it out again please yeah, i think <laughs> we'll just see but I don't know. I think maybe at some point I probably might try locking my hair, like having gorgeous, I was tempted, beautiful but... locks. But yeah, you know the 
I'm what I'm only it's commitment that I don't know how many more years good years I've got I've got a lot in my mind I'm just like I've got a lot of good years to still play and experiment with my hair I need to have that mindset because I've been having the same old tired hair for ages well I have different hairstyles but I just get frustrated with my hair you love you you love your I miss that one that you do where you slick and then you do a bun I mean, you've not done a twist out in forever, but your twist outs are gorgeous. It's just effort. I know. How about that one that you used to do, but you only did it for work, but it does actually suit you where you plait your hair in two buns or two twists. Oh, yeah. That one suits you. Yeah, I just need to find my love again for my hair. That's what I need to do, because I used to love hair, but now I just feel like it's a chore. Do you yeah, know now you just like that? I do remember there being moments where, especially when my hair was longer, I'm just feeling a little bit uninspired. Mm. Yeah. Because it is effort. That is the truth. It is. It, is, it does take time. And yeah. there's no guarantee it's going to look right at the end. Oh, that's the thing. That, <laughs> that is, is the thing. That's thing. upsetting. All that work and then you unravel it and the twist out is dead. The bunch yeah. knot is not even a good curl. Oh! I don't know how I survived it because honestly, like even when it came out dead, I just would try again. I'll try again. That's mm. that's that's what it was. But now, even when it comes out good, I don't want to try again because I can't be bothered with the initial effort. But um, <laughs> I remember, I think, I think I was there. I don't know if I witnessed it or my friend told me. I think one of my friends she'd gone natural and then. This woman was like to her, oh, what have you done to your hair? She was implying that she looks ugly now she's got natural hair. I was just like, oh my God, are you actually serious? It it just, I don't know, it just didn't make sense. It was like, how can you be so backwards to say that? Yeah, do you know what? There are a lot of antiquated ideals when it comes to natural hair because people especially like some of the older generation they've got this whole thing about straight hair being right and presentable and your natural hair being nappy and unkept and little things like that and they still trying to try to try to impose that upon people like i remember even when I went back to Nigeria a couple of years ago, yeah. I went mm-hmm. with my natural hair because I wanted to get braids in Nigeria. I was just like, yeah. <laughs> why would I leave this country without getting and my hair braided? Ridiculousness. And yeah. the bombest braids. But even oh, is everyone it? was like, oh, why is your hair like this? And I was like, my hair was, there was nothing wrong with my hair. Like my hair was yeah. cute. Um, or even when I got to the hairdressers, ah, it's natural. Why didn't you put relaxer in it? No, yeah. And it's just like, Nope, and I got to a point where I'd, I'd let people say what they wanted to say, and I got to a point where I was just like, nope, it's not what I want to do. Yeah, like I prefer braiding my hair when it's natural; it stays. It it does. It stays. It, but even it then, it's just I had to get to that point where I was like, people's words are not going to upset me or make me feel any kind of way because I had so much confidence in yeah in your my hair, hair and the way that I grew it out of my head. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. I wasn't yeah. going to allow anyone to say anything. You want to think that my hair looks unkept? That's your business. That's and your to business. Me, you know I'd be like, that's your uneducated business, not just Opinions. your business. Yeah. yeah. But, um, 
it's just I Speak, think that that came with yeah. loving and having confidence in my hair even that being said it happened to me it was sort of similar like in Zim I wanted to get my my hair washed blow dried and straightened and um I went to hairdresser and they were all like what to do I literally had to like walk her through how to deal with my hair I'm thinking you're a hairdresser what the hell and one in Africa for that, re- for that <laughs> for the most. But yeah, I think times are changing there as well. Not people yeah. natural too. Yeah, I think I true. Think there are, even in the UK, you can find now people that are more qualified to deal with natural hair, and you won't. Get yeah, the you won't get the stick about you having natural hair. The only issue is is the cost. It's still not on. It's still not like on that commercial level where mm. yeah. It can be cheaper to yeah. do it. No, you're you're gonna you're you're gonna cost an arm and a leg if you if you've got natural hair to get a good treatment and True. um to get somebody True. to take care of it. But I guess in the mm-hmm. end, it's your hair, so save True. the money and, and 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 pay the cost because if you care about it, you should mm-hmm. be willing to invest or do in it, it yourself. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Oh, God, I need to. I always forget about recommendations. So do I. I don't know why I forgot about it as well. But, um. Oh, I've got a recommendation. Um, my recommendation is to watch Sister Sister on Netflix. Of course, you just said that. I knew you'd say that. Yeah. Not that it's mine, but I'm just saying that. <laughs> I knew you'd say that. <laughs> and then when girlfriend girlfriends come out, that'll be your that recommendation too. too. When Alicia comes out, <laughs> watch that too. Mad. Of course, I'm. I'm. I'm ready for lockdown 2.0. My my TV's settled. But yeah, my my recommendation um is linked to the hair that we've just been discussing. Like, do you know how hard it is to actually find a hairdresser? That knows what you're doing, like you said, with your natural hair. That doesn't pull your hair. That does not tell you to relax your hair in the madness or put heat in it. But I officially found one. After living in Manchester for, mm, I'll say maybe 12 years, I would recommend if you live in the 0161 to hit up Hair So Sassy. Okay. She's the bum.com. So, and yeah, um, we will put her details on our Instagram and she'll do your hair. And her price is actually quite reasonable. She's a, she's now the own, not, um, no, no, besides Shay. Shay can touch my hair. Shay does amazing crochet braid, braids. Don't say that, that, you know. She won't do yours, but she'll do mine. <laughs> <laughs> like, Shay's available on these days. Shay's, Shay's not available. I ain't available. But she, she's definitely not available. But um, she's available to do mine. Because I trust her with my hair. She does not pull. She's gentle. Um, But yeah, hair so sassy. I trust her with my hair. Okay. My recommendation for this week is to take the lockdown easy. Make sure that your mind and your spirit is cleared. um, Mm -hmm. So that you can embrace it. No, that's true. I totally Mm -hmm. agree with that. I 100% agree with that. That's like definitely one of the things I want to do this lockdown. Take it easy, get my head right. 
because I don't want to go in a funk and not like I'm not trying to say new year you me but we're gonna enter a new year and let's just enter in a positive vibe do you know what I mean in a greater mindset with other goals mm-hmm. planned and just know where you are at just reflect where you are where you came from even if it's not with your hair journey <laughs> um and what you want in the future and make it happen I mean life is too short look we're getting locked up in our houses for four weeks um why not take the time to actually get it together for yourself? So thank you for reaching to the end of this episode. We are out. So you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Different Twang. You can join the conversation on Twitter, hashtag Different Twang. And if you'd like to drop us an email, it's differenttwang at gmail.com. So we'll catch you next Thursday. Bye. In a bit. Deuces. Bye.